welcome to the 61st episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast, a video game podcast with character. I am your host and captain of the USS Emilio Estevez starship traveling the universe of NPC Paul. With me today, I have, well, Dan, um, who are you? I am the Universal Soldier, Dan. Universal Soldier? Yes. Wow. Isn't that another Jean-Claude Van Damme movie? It doesn't exist in this, this world. Oh, never happened? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, there we go. All yeah. right. Uh, and, of course, with me, as always, is Katie. How are you doing, Katie? I would be doing better if I hadn't been abandoned again. Abandoned? Again? Yes. What What are you in this time? The doctor on? is very scattered-brained. I'm a companion. We're just... Don't worry about it, okay? I'll explain The later. doctor as in... Just don't worry about it. Move on. Yeah? Okay. Sure. Sure. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, and he was once Master Yeet, but now he's he's dressed a little Welcome funny. Welcome to Burger Yeet. How can I help you? Uh, Leonard, we're, um, we're doing the podcast. Remember, we got to... I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, that, that machine doesn't work. R- right. Uh, Leonard, are you are you with us? Are you hearing us? Yes, I'm, I, I hear you. Got it. Okay. Um, we're, we're doing the podcast right now. Is Can you take off your headset? So and, you want two number twos and a number seven? Well, I mean, I don't want to say no. Um, I yeah. get a chocolate shake. Chocolate shake machine broke. God damn it. It's, it's always every broken. Time. It's always broken. Um, yeah, all right. Two number twos, uh, a number seven, uh, no tomatoes on the number seven. Uh, root beer. Root beer. All right, root that beer comes out to uh, 15.92. Pull to the next uh, window, and I can help you. Is there a next window? I can't even... St- I'm not even at a window right now. Yeah, how does this work? I don't know. Anyway, um, well, it's good to have Leonard with us. And uh, um, who, who the hell are you? I'm not Kent. Okay, uh, that. What's your, what's your name, man? Ethan. Ethan. I, I come from a universe where there is no such thing as Kent. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and you know about video games and stuff? And oh yeah, just I've never heard of the word Kent ever. No one has. Okay. Okay. Well, that's new. Weird. Yeah. Um, if our listeners are very confused, uh, that's because we are uh, well immortal time lords. Uh, who accidentally got uh, thrown to the far ends of time and space, and now we exist uh, in every dimension, in every timeline, and every multiverse. Basically catches you up. So, we're going to start the show now, and uh, we start the show doing the same thing we do every single week, and that is going around the room and asking what people have been playing. I'm going to start with Katie, because I know that she's been playing something that she's been wanting to talk about for a while. Yes, for a long time, actually. For a long time. Yeah, a very long time. See, let me start this off with a little story. A few months ago, I said to my boyfriend, my loving boyfriend, hey, literally the only game I want to play, it's only $20, is Untitled Goose Game. And do you know what he said? He said, sure. Yeah, he said, sure. And then do you know what he didn't do? Get me that game. Oh, I think how strange. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So finally, after waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, <laughs> I just got it yeah. myself with my own money, even though I have a boyfriend who said he would get it for me. <laughs> that's uh, That sounds like a challenge that you overcame. 
<clears throat> Maybe that was the true gift. <laughs> that was the true <laughs> gift. Exactly. Thank you, yeah. Dan. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Ma'am, I, I need you. I need you to give me the change. Like you're at the next window. There's are people you, behind are you. Pam? I don't understand. I don't know. This place is know. weird. Anyway. Okay, so you got Untitled Goose Game. And yes, no going? thanks to my boyfriend. Yes, it's great. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a lot of fun. That's good. And didn't you do something in that game that you're very proud of? Well, I beat it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you're very it's proud not, of it. I mean, it's not hard, really. <laughs> the hardest part was the part that you saw, which was fucking the AI just deciding it could see me with the bell. Yeah. Even though I didn't make any noise <laughs> and was not visible. So as as a whole, this game is very popular. It got a lot of awards oh, yeah. last year. It won Game of the Year. Right. Um, what? Uh, how do you? What do you? What's your take? I fucking love it, and I want yeah. more. Yeah. I want more levels. Yeah. I want more people to harass. I want more things to steal. Yeah. I just want to honk people out of existence. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I want to dragon shout them into oblivion with my honks. <laughs> I want to kamehameha them into the sky with my honks. That's ma'am, all I want. ma'am, there are people honking behind you. I don't know what's happening. There's, just kind of, there's no I line. I don't know what to do with him. All right. Dan. <laughs> yes. Sir. What have you been playing? Um, <clears throat> well, I finally beat God of War. Ooh, that took you a while. Yeah, yeah, only two years. Yeah, you How was it? Oh, it was fantastic. Wasn't it though? Yeah, it is definitely better than Red Dead Redemption Two. It's so much better than that game. No Red Dead Redemption Two. <sighs> you never finished Red Dead, so you can't even say anything. I didn't need to. Uh huh. Shut that's, up. That's All right. So, what did you think about the ending? What did you think about? Oh, it's. Amazing. I don't want to spoil anything because I don't know if everybody, especially this Ethan kid. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. It. There are things that it's amazing that going this far away from like when it launched, that right. things haven't been spoiled. Like, yeah. That uh, like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was it was a pretty big twist, and they did it well. So I think that's why they yeah. kind of like respected the twist, and yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Yeah. It's, good. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you have not played it, play, play it. it. Play it for sure. Yeah. Um, All right, and that is two seventy-five. You can pull up to the next window, and I can give you your order. Is he just going to do this the whole time? He might. No. Uh, Leonard, uh, can you talk about what video games you've been playing this week? Oh uh, yeah, <clears throat> um, I can do it in only in orders because uh, my <laughs> boss will fire me if I don't. I would love to see you try. Go for it, man. <laughs> this should be fantastic. He set that bar. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> So, uh, Leonard, um, what video games have you been playing? I think the term is ordering. <laughs> so, um, what I ordered was a uh, Fort Yeet. Fort Yeet. Um, it's been doing really well. Um, the consistency of the game is kind of lacking because uh, there's different seasons, different burgers, different meals of everything. So, it's a little bit challenging, but, you know, um, they're going to make uh, revamping the burger uh-huh. to make it a little bit better. So, okay, okay. that's a good thing. Um, on the side, uh, I've been ordering uh, pretty much uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakra. Cool, cool. You still liking uh, the uh, the burger? Oh yeah, no, actually it's fries. Oh, um, fries. They're fries. Um, they're actually veggie fries or carrot sticks, and yes. they're really good. Um, highly <laughs> enjoying it. Um, especially if you put a little bit of garlic on it. <laughs> 
I hate this. Like a, like a junior amount of garlic? Yeah, oh, my God. Uh, the best part was that actually um, when I ordered it, when I first ordered it, there was a guy with a uh, piccolo. And uh, yeah. he just started, started playing, playing it. while you were. Yeah. Extra piccolos or no? No, it's just one piccolo. <laughs> That's good. just one. But, uh, Any yeah. veggies with that? Um, well, yeah, I told you. Um, actually, I did have a, a vegetable with it, and um, it was just literally a whole cabbage, and it was uh, very, very good. Um, for some reason, it kept saying, like, every time I opened the leaves, it just said, like, Kakarot. Yeah. And it was very weird. Did you get any radishes with that while you were there? No. That's fair. No one wants radish. (laughs) No one wants radish. Awesome. Oh, that does sound like a pretty good meal. Yeah, would you like to try any of it? Uh, No, no, thank you. I just, I'm waiting for my order. Did you get like a supersize or anything like that? Uh, Sir, we are at Burger Yeet here. Is that a Super Saiyan? Yeah. You're so good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, E. Ethan. Um, Ethan? How do you spell it? Is he an E boy? No. How do you say your name again? Ethan. 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 Not, Ethan. Ye- not Yeethan. Don't even try. I'll call you Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ethan, what have you been playing? I have been playing, um, surprisingly to most of you, uh, Apex. Wow. No um, Destiny. Um, not sitting in that corner. <laughs> this guy's alright so far. That's good. That's this guy's good. Guy good. Um, I like you, Ethan. <laughs> Sounds fine. That sounds fine. Can I also order my number five? Oh, right. Sorry. Let me go check on that. <laughs> and then um, I've been going back and getting uh, the platinum trophies on the Ratchet and Clank collection. Oh, you're a trophy hunter. Kind of. Only on games I Got actually it. like. Got it. Care about. All right. Like if I enjoy the game, yeah. then I'll try and complete it. Get complete the, it, but get the trophies for. Yeah. It. All right. I'm one of those. Okay. Pe- I'm one of those people. But uh, yeah, I've been playing Apex too. Um, I it's season four now. Uh, since we haven't had a podcast since uh, the season started, uh, Revenant is an amazing new legend. I don't know if you've uh, tried him out much. Not yet. Um, I will say that his shadow bomb yeah. is a little bit unpredictable because I can't tell if it's either the shadow bomb or if it's a totem that I'm walking into. Right. Uh, that and the uh, area of effect for the shadow bomb is very small. Yeah. So you have to like snipe people to be able to have mm-hmm. any effect on it. Uh, but the map changes are uh, a welcome change. I hate the harvester, but everything else is is fantastic. Um, and that's basically all, all I've been playing, other than you yeah. know a little bit of The Sims. A so they're still of... updating Apex. Yeah. 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 Have they made it good yet? Uh, wow. I'd say so. Wow. It's Have they made Borderlands good. any good yet? Oh, oh it's been good. Oh, years. Mm-hmm. All right, and I'm back <laughs> with number five. Uh, apparently, there's a little bit extra trophy and a little bit of extra salt of Apex. Oh. <laughs> so I just wanted to let you know. My, my chef can change it if you need it. No, 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 that, that's fine. All right, well, here you go. That's going to be 1,200 and a wasted hours. Uh, for going for coins. <laughs> you Good can one. contact my loaner in a minute. <laughs> Good one. Good one. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's right. Ken's not here. I don't know. Probably Star Wars. Wait, who, are you? Yeah. Probably who are you? Star Wars. Who are you talking about? Oh, don't worry about it. That'll break your brain. Oh, okay. So uh, in that case, we are going to take a break and come back with some news. And I hope you guys are ready because we have some real boring news. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. Why don't we play a game? Sure. How about Call of Duty Modern War? 
everything. No, I always get called a squeaker. Fortnite? Nah, Fortnite's boring. Hypocrite Mom says I can't play that game. I got just the thing. Whoa! Need for Speed, the Yeet. Where this time you can yeet your car across the whole world from just one drift. You can yeet through buildings. Bang into other cars. You can even go underwater. And coming this summer, you can get the DLC to go into outer space. Say again, please. Houston, we have a... The story is the best ever in Need for Speed history. Johnny, we have to go 100 miles in about 2.5 seconds to jump over that oddly placed train. How are we going to do it? And this time, as a GameStop exclusive, you get the legendary Master Yeet with two Yeet spray paints and get Yeet Nitrous in the beginning of the game. Need for Speed, the Yeet. Whoa! Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. Actually, one second. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, just fire on him. Whatever. I don't care about starting a war. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm like really over this whole being a captain of a spaceship thing. So just yeah, start the war. So. Leonard, I want to start with you. Thank you for coming to In and Yeet. How can I help you? That's In and Yeet now. Uh, I don't even know what's good here. Um, you can get a a burger that's animal style. Okay. Actually, it's Yeet style. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We also have our special Yeet sauce. <laughs> All right. That sounds really gross. Um, <laughs> do you have any news for us? Um. I do, but once again, I have to say in in order. Sure. Um, I can't wait for this because so it favorite, worked so well last time. So we have a, <laughs> that, uh, doing it a second time means that he has to almost like the bar is set. The bar is set yeah. even higher now. So we have a special sandwich. Um, it is called the uh, the Sonic Yeet. Uh, the Sonic Yeet. Good. Yeah. Mm, um, is that like a Sonic Boom. No. Um, so pretty much, it's, it's funny that the Sonic Yeet is at In and Yeet. And not Sonic. The we collabed with them. <laughs> <laughs> we collabed with so them merged? recently. But oh. then we also departed and we got the name Sonic from them. Right, right. So. Okay, so what's this uh, burger all about? So the Sonic Yeet, um, pretty much, it, it, um, it started off as a craze when we first released it. Right. And we said, hey, you know, this is going to be the burger and everything is going to look really good. Right. Of course, it has a little blue tinge to the burger. Okay. So people were a little worried and they realized that... Um, the burger didn't look exactly like Sonic because when they actually got other footage of it, it looked red and green. Right. Which right. is a weird, weird situation. And for some reason, we got Jim Carrey to carry the whole movie. I see. Um, okay. Are you trying to tell me that there's a Sonic movie that came out and it's doing well? Yeet. Sweet. So, yeah, I read about this, that uh, the Sonic movie is one of the biggest video game adaptation movie openers uh, ever. 
Yes, that is indeed. It's doing a really good job at the box office, and it might be a halfway decent movie. Double eat. All right. Has anyone here seen it? Nope. Nope. I've heard about it. I read a review that said that it might not be the best, like, story-esque movie, but it was better than people had expected, and it had its pretty decent funny moments, kind of like Detective Pikachu, but in its own sonic way. Okay. All right. Well, that's... That's good. Uh, good to know that the Sonic movie is doing well. Mm-hmm. Would you like to try our uh, new coming up Mortal Kombat Geet? Um, sure. What's what's that? Um, you know, it's pretty much <laughs> just uh, Scorpion. He pretty much just his blade and a burger. Okay. You eat it, but sounds he, dangerous. He pretty much just eats you by saying "get over here," That's but funny. since right. copyright, we had to say "yeet over here." Got I think it. it's That's, "yeet over here." It's interesting. Um. All right, and uh, you can go to the next window. All right. Uh, I, I didn't even order anything. I don't think you did either. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. Uh, okay, so uh, how about Ethan? Ethan, what do you got for us? I have confirmation that uh, Rainbow Six Siege will be coming to PlayStation 5 and whatever they decide to call the new Xbox. Right. I've been hearing too many names. Uh, but... It's also going to feature cross-gen multiplayer. So if you still have your PS4, your Xbox One, you can play with your friends that hop on the new gen train. Nice. And it makes sense that in this next generation, that's probably going to be much more common. For Yeah, we can actually have the console wars and fight it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the controllers, which controller is better. Right. Cannot wait. Um, we actually talked about uh, cross-play a lot um, in, in a few episodes back, uh, and you can check that out for sure on the iTunes. But uh, this is only good news that uh, a game as competitive and as large and competitive as Rainbow Six is that they are confirming already that they're going to have cross-play on the next consoles. So It also sounds to me, since they're confirming it with such ease, that... Um, it also might be easier to do crossplay uh, for developers. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it's not hard actually. Yeah. Um, I played uh, <clears throat> Defiance when it before it came out. Oh my god, the yeah. TV show video game. Yeah, <laughs> I played um, in a LAN online thing um, when they were doing the preview event Xbox right. versus PlayStation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. The only issue that's Pretty much been there is Defiance sucked as a game. Well, oh, it, oh, it, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was bad. It, I still, it just got screwed over by the TV show. Yeah, yeah. yeah I still remember the day that um, people tweeted that because um, I know that up until recently, PlayStation was like, "No, you're either playing with people on PC or other Playstations. We're not going to allow any Xbox crossplay." And then when Fortnite said, "Hey," We're gonna start doing crossplay. You can turn this on. Everybody went ballistic. Yeah, yeah. And then Minecraft just got um, a soft, not soft re-release, but a re-release. And For now the PlayStation. The, and yeah, yeah. And now, so now you can play with everyone that's using the Bedrock version. Yeah. And I remember, I think it was Rocket League that mm-hmm. uh, they accidentally turned on uh, crossplay yeah, for a little yeah. bit, and yeah. PlayStation got pissed, um, which I think is funny. Uh, so yeah. Good to know that Rainbow Six is keeping up with the times and even going... Number 76. Uh, Number no. 76. I don't have a ticket. No, I'm 81. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so the one thing I wanted to talk about, it is incredibly boring, but it is uh, a portent for future conversation. And that is that the IRS almost made you have to pay taxes on your virtual currency. Oh, no. And the fake libertarian inside me was outraged. But then they went back on it and said that, uh, no, their language was a little bit confusing. Uh, and they tweeted, we have changed the language in order to lessen any confusion transacting in virtual currencies as part of a game that do not leave the game environment, such as virtual currencies that are non-convertible will not require a taxpayer to indicate this on their tax returns. This is a very important sort of milestone in um, future um, in, in, in future conversations with uh, cryptocurrencies and virtual currencies and skin trading, especially like CSGO skin trading, uh, and what that means to the US government and as we've said before on this podcast, what the U.S. government does with these kinds of things, usually the rest of the world sort of follows suit, um, or what the EU does, usually we follow suit. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, since it's government. It's probably going to take like ten years, but <laughs> yeah, something. Well, it's already been. It's already like ten years behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing, and I think it seems like a very boring topic, but it does raise the question of valuation of non-tangible items and that's something that is a growing um, concern especially with the government and taxation especially you know entities like the IRS yeah so yeah so it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to well, see uh, actually as an example the EVE Online ship the right like, yes the EVE Online yeah, ship where these are digital items that are selling for tens of thousands of dollars if not more and that is currency that you know isn't being taxed yeah and yeah so there are people who are making a living based on items that are of digital yeah for sure yeah um yeah no it, it, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens as i like quickly mentioned the csgo thing is uh sort of a gray market but uh things like that happen all the time exactly um, and and they grow up slowly figuring it out going hey <laughs> wait a minute right i mean i remember back in the day and i'm Probably you and I are probably the only people who would yeah. would get this, but the uh, Diablo two. Uh, oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, even uh, EverQuest had the same problem, mm -hmm. where it, it had the online marketplace for the items and stuff, and uh, people were selling them <coughs> with real life money. Um, and oh, know, Diablo three had their market for a while, right? Diablo three, had, yeah, yeah, they yeah. had to get shut down. Um, and I, I know that that marketplace was shut down because they were scared of the IRS looking into what they were what they were doing so it's uh, been a question since currency was added into any online space um, and it's just going to continue to be a question um, so that's it for me at least Dan I know you have our um, yeah uh, yeah Dan you have our uh, uh, Headline, headline here. topic. Yeah, yeah. Um, the well, buried the lead. Buried the lead. That uh, I used to call it. Uh, yeah. So Jeff Keighley, the industry Dick Clark for the gaming industry, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Dick Clark? Oh God. Oh God. Number forty-seven. <laughs> Google it. Oh, that's me. Cool. Uh, Are we just seventy-one? How do these numbers work? I don't know. This is in and eight, sir. We just do it randomly. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's in the name. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, um, I got my so yeah. Though. Good. 
Um, so Jeff Keighley will not be attending t- uh, E3 uh, 2020 okay. this year. Not surprised. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he said it's for um, specific reasons as to the way that things are being handled. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very vague as to what it means. Uh, long story short, he said he's not going to be hosting his event. He's not going to be working the event. Um, everyone's taking that as him not going completely because it's going to be the first E3 he hasn't been in. At, in 25 years. Right. I'm thinking it just means he's not going to be working it because it'd be weird for him just not to go see things. Yeah, no. So. I mean, he, he's still the video game journalist. Like, yeah. he's got to... He's still the insider guy. Yeah, yeah. He's got to at least do something there. So, um, it is interesting that uh, one of the biggest talking heads um, on the newspaper side of the video game industry is not showing up to what should be the biggest uh, press event for video games, but uh, this isn't this isn't looking good. No, for no. E3. Um, I mean, PlayStation was the first major backer, a major person to back out of E3. Right, and that obviously caused everybody to go. E3 is dying. E3 is yeah. over. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's not in a good shape at the moment, simply because there's the offerings that you're going to get from watching E3 are diminishing. Yeah. Um, which means less and less people are going to have a reason to watch it. And it, E3 has always been about the investors and kind of showing the market trend and what popularity is backing what. Right. And it is an incredibly expensive affair. So if the backers are starting to back out yeah. and not pay for their time, why? Yeah, why even have it? Yeah. And it's a growing issue that started with PAX, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, because PAX was the first one to go, well, here's a, a public offering where the, it's focused on you know, getting the games in the public's hands. Right. And E3 jumped between the two for a little while, between the media and the general public, and this is yeah. kind of the... the you know, yeah. K- Katie, uh, I know... You have been saying for a long time that E3, E3 is dead. That E3 is dead. Um, is it a good thing? Do you think it's a good thing that E3 is dead? Do you think we can salvage something from its corpse once it does die? I mean, I think it's actually pretty sad, mm. the state that E3 is now. Because I remember back in the day, um, I used to work at this other video game store called Play and Trade. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Play and Trade. <laughs> um, we had six TVs on both sides of the walls where people could demo games. Wow. And we had one big TV behind the counter, and we would always, every year, put on E3, and we would just live stream it. And it was the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Like, people would come into our store just to watch this stream. Yeah. And, like, they'd get excited. You know, they'd be doing pre-orders live, basically. They'd yeah. see a trailer and go, is it in the system? And we'd, like, constantly be, like, checking that yeah. kind of thing. Like, people would be, like, first in line. So there was this huge cultural impact that E3 had, and they lost it. And I think they I think it's their fault. They let it slip through their fingers. They lost the uniqueness of their their whole venue by trying to make it something it wasn't, trying to make it a Comic-Con, trying to make it more profitable for them essentially right. as opposed to making it like more for the journalists, more for the the GDC the essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um by opening it up to the public, I think they kind of brought this sort of level of 
destruction upon themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. you up the costs. I mean, people go, oh, well, I mean, it doesn't change anything by inviting the public. But it does. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, they have to change the entire landscape of the venue. No longer is it like a place the where reporters... Process. Yeah, it, it's yeah. not, you know, where reporters and like... Wasn't there a leak a couple of years ago where like a bunch of journalists had their personal information just... Oh, yeah. Thrown that out was there? actually yeah. last year from GDC. Yeah, um, I remember specifically yeah. Alana Pierce. Not GDC, like, uh, E3. Yeah. yeah. Alana Pierce had her information in particular thrown yeah. out there and she was getting I mean, you know, she's a woman in gaming journalism, right. you can imagine. Right. <laughs> um but, you know, it's things like that. It's the little things that eventually build up to the point where it's like, at what point do people just go, This isn't worth it? Yeah. This isn't worth the energy, it's not worth the time, it's not worth the money. Yeah. I mean, Sony leaving I think should have been the first like, oh fuck. Yeah, they need to do something. Like we need yeah. to turn this around, but no, they kind of kept pushing forward with this whole nope, open to the public, and it's like no, close it. Yeah, and it's not I, for the I, public. The I public, that, we have enough. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Um, I know that the uh, the people who own the people who put on E three um, are just a horrible company yeah. that basically expects E three to make a certain amount of money, and if it doesn't. They have to change the venue, and they have to change this, and they have to change that, and it's it's basically upper management looking at lower management and being like, "Oh, you're not doing perfect. Well, you're going to be fired. You're going to be you're going to be shut like? down. Yeah, right. What's that <laughs> like? So um, it's it's bad all around, and it is depressing that we're sort of losing it because it was in, my, in back in my day. I do remember sort of like. Getting out of high, uh, getting out of high school, rushing home, putting on yeah. G four, G four, and, oh and fucking God. watching that until it was over, and loving every fucking moment of it. Um, and the Assassin's Creed two E three reveal is still like the most amazing reveal ever because mm. it was like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. there were, I mean, Italy. <laughs> like, it <was> so cool. <laughs> Yeah, there were, there's a lot of amazing E3 moments, and granted, those aren't going to be lost. It's not like they're going to come into our brains no. and r- erase them. But um, what we will lose is the sort of... Uniqueness of having everyone all in one right. spot. And-, and and sort of the Christmas. like Yeah, it's the gathering point where gamers from all types, from yeah. all platforms, come together and go... All right, let's see what we got. Yeah. Let's open up gifts. Yeah, well, and yeah, it was yeah. all one day because, like, as much as I enjoy, like, Nintendo Direct, I don't know when the fuck that's going on. I just yeah. kind of, like... And well, it's... I, there's a difference between, like, being able to, like, oh, I can watch this, like, well, this is actually happening versus, like, oh, here's a YouTube video that was put online. Exactly. You yeah. know? Like, and that's kind of where I, I sort of lose interest. Even, like, I love Sony. I want to see what they're doing. I'll just wait. Right. Because I've tried to live stream their stuff, and it can be... Mm. Right. And, and, and maybe, you know, you saying that um, sort of, like, reminded me that maybe I have nostalgia glasses on. Maybe I sound like an old fogey because I liked uh, coming home, turning on my TV, <laughs> and uh, onto G4, a network that doesn't exist anymore, and uh, watching, um, almost on schedule, the E3 presentations Well, I mostly watched... Out. Yeah. live streams right like, I didn't even have that yeah. when I was growing up so what like, I'm saying is you're not that old like, right because right, there yeah. was something special about the live stream and being like oh can I pre-order this now like they just announced this game I want to I want to order it right now right right. I want to be on top of it um, but Ethan actually I want to ask you since you are the youngest one here the baby the baby um, it, 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 has E3 ever been anything for you it was but in recent years it's dropped off Okay. Like, <clears throat> I can remember 
when I was a wee baby, mm. actually caring about E3, wanting to know... Four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah wanting to know what was coming out, right. what people had planned, and now I'm just kind of like, oh shit, when's E3 again? Like, right. I... It's in the back of my head. It's not like, oh, guys, mark your calendars. It's June or yeah, whenever yeah. E3, and, you know, normally is. And like, you'll catch up on Twitter. like Yeah, or like within some, the hour. Someone will have a blog post already done, like, right. as that's going on. Like, hey, guys, here's, like, a live thing. Like, I do the same thing with, like, Apple Keynotes. Like, I don't watch it live. Like, there's there's that one person that's always, like, updating their blog, going yeah. at, like, timestamp, this announced, this is the details. Yeah. 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 Like, and then, like, Paul, I'm sure you remember this. The predates for, uh, when before PAX became a thing, mm. like, you would sit around all year waiting for E3, because E3 was the time of the year. It's pretty much the only thing. When you would find out what's going on. Yeah. Until next E3. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty much it. Like, yeah. That's it was cool. This was before yeah. PlayStation Experience. Exactly. Uh, like GDC other... was on the radar for me, but it was so hard to find information yeah. on GDC because of how so much yeah. it, well that was behind more NDAs tech and, and, yeah, yeah yeah there was uh, Gamescom yeah but Gamescom was also so close to E3 that, that there you was, wanted like one it was the, the European G, uh, E3 yeah, so yeah exactly you, yeah. exactly we just got it first because we were better <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I do remember that I do remember yeah. uh, waiting for that summer to to just. Roll around so I can yeah you know, fucking exactly enjoy you playing your whole year out as yeah, a kid yeah. get your binder paper and be like I'm gonna get this game here the game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't fucking wait got it marked yeah. on a calendar exactly. have a reminder in your phone yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah, now it's like those. there's an event every month every two months that's releasing yeah. and I just don't care <laughs> like yeah. I care but like I you know it's hard to get hyped because like if you miss one event there's gonna be the next one you can get all right what's coming out this time right. yeah right yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to say RIP E3, not it's quite dead. yet. I think it's still too early. It's yeah. still too early to call. Um, but okay, the well, doctors, it's on life support. The doctors are certainly checking up on him every single day. I, I'm expecting this is going to be where it buys a Ferrari and decides to go. You know, the midlife crisis. It's going to go. You know, mobile gaming and try and just deviate to this whole world. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a dark vision. You're ahead, probably not. Not far off. Uh, You're probably not far off. Number 69. Number 69. Anyone order number 69 with the extra yeet sauce? Number 69. Literally no one is getting that. I don't understand. 81. Ooh, that's me. All right. So uh, we will come back and we will talk about something that we've been always wanting to talk about. Genre fatigue. Can't wait. Can we cover joke fatigue? Welcome, welcome. My name is Danny de los Monstros. I'd like to invite you to a brand new podcast that I like to call Dazed and Disturbed. Can we panic now? There, my friends and I will talk about a range of topics from sick and disgusting to fun and amusing. All this while participating in... Uh... If you catch my drift. You can find the podcast at www.silvertongueaudio.org or wherever podcasts are being casted out these days. I hope to see you there.
Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to lie down. Bye. Welcome back, everybody. It's time for the topic. What's the topic this this time? It's I'm about, so tired. About, I know, I'm tired too. Like, Just really oh fatigued. Man. Welcome Just, to Yeet Filet. You can't be tired. Oh, um, no. Yeet Filet. Yeet Filet? Um, okay, uh, a chicken sandwich? Uh, sorry, we're fresh out of those. We have the Yeet sandwiches. Oh, okay, I'll have one of those. All right, uh, my pleasure. Uh, my my your my pleasure. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, this time. Uh, oh, right. Genre fatigue. What is genre fatigue, Dan? I'm just just. It's when you're getting just... extremely exhausted by the same repetitive nature of something. Right. Yeah. 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 That is weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Are you guys gonna need a minute? <laughs> so uh, yeah, genre fatigue. Why would we be talking about this? Uh, well, I mean, as we are in however many gaming years we've been through, pretty mm. much, I mean, we all have a different experience, different past, and so forth, but it's easy to see how cyclical things are, how much one genre repeats and repeats and repeats, or then gains popularity, and then gets copied and copied and copied and copied, yep. till the next one. And then that one gets copied. <laughs> and copied. And copied. Oh, yes. This happens all over the place. We are still in the thick of the open world genre of video games. Mm -hmm. Meyer. Every single game that happens to come out on the major platforms uh, has to be an open world. Bigger maps. With RPG elements. With RPG elements. So many collectibles that it takes you four lifetimes to get them all. Orbeez. Yeah. Exactly. Little Orby is all over the place. Okay, but Kakarot works. Yeah, of course. Kakarot <laughs> works. So, um, yeah. So we have that, and we also have uh, the Battle Royale that started with the H1N1 and... Uh, H1Z1. H1Z1. H1N1. That sounded really weird. Yeah, I actually just got the swine flu. Anyway, yeah, so we had that going on for so long, and then... It was repeated, as you said, with... Uh, That's why we made you sit next that, to him. Uh, PUBG. PUBG and... and then, um, Fortnite. Fortnite and Apex and Battle Crashers. Battle no. Apex. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just over yeah. and over and over again. <laughs> um, we had the... On PC, we had Faster Than Light, FTL. That uh, genre of sort of roguelike uh, just over and over and over again. It just keeps happening. Why does this keep happening, guys? Money. Money. Oh, yeah, am I jumping the gun? No, you are a little bit jumping the gun. Okay. You are a little bit jumping the gun. Katie, Katie, why does this happen? Uh, I believe the correct answer is money. It's a little bit early. Um, <clears throat> that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get come back. Ethan, why, why does this happen? Why do they keep making the same games over and over again? Because the games that have been working bring money. They want more money. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leonard, Leonard, I know you know this. Why, why do um, the games keep, keep, keep being made over and over again? Well, luckily, since I'm on my ten, I can tell you. Oh, um, doesn't have to do the order thing. Yeah, it's, it's weird because usually comedy happens in threes. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting tired of this job. That's fine. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> um, they, they don't let anyone be anyone. 
anymore. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess it would have to be for the fatigue is the fact that um, money. Well, well, good night, guys. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> well, that wraps up tonight's podcast. Thank you so much for coming. Hey, you can find us on. We're not quite done. I don't think just saying the word money is a good way to have a discussion. <laughs> Although it I is think it's a fantastic <laughs> way. Paul. It is literally the only thing that we do on this podcast. I do have another thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say money is the main thing, but. Part of the other thing is that um, since someone did it and they, of course, they made a lot of money out of it, they're thinking, oh, well, we have this title, title, whatever you call it, and we can add more to it. And then someone else can be like, hey, we're going to add more to what you did. This, this is getting at what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to get at. All right. What I'm trying to say is that these repeats, uh, these clones of video games are trying to refine whatever came before it. These are designers trying their hardest to build upon what they play, what was popular, and just redo it better. Bigger, so you're saying, better. like, Fortnite came out and refined the the, the, the Battle Royale experience. Yeah. yeah. And then and Realm the, Royale was like, I can do this better. <laughs> Thinking they can do this better and then failing at it. Yes. Dauntless. Dauntless saw Monster Hunter and was like, we could do this better. With free to play. With free to play and worse graphics. Yeah. Some of the worst graphics I've ever seen. I know the minimalist thing works for some games. It does not work for that game. Yeah, clearly. Anyway, um, what I'm saying is that one guy tried open world. And then the next guy said, I can do that, but bigger. And then the next guy said, I can do that, but bigger still. And that just keeps going and going and going. So I'm going to raise the question, though. Do you think genre fatigue is real? Ooh, Daniel, what a good question. I am fatigued with some genres. I don't know if that makes genre fatigue real. Well, I'd say it depends. Like Explain. It really does. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, well, part of the reason is to give you a good example. Um, back when, I think this is when, before, actually before Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Okay. Uh, before the first one. And, well, actually, no, because that came before PS3, I think. Right? Nope. 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 Okay, so now I'm right on time. Yeah. PS3. Um, so, I think it was a launch. Day. I remember when PS3 came out, no. there was a game that was seemingly very close to Call of Duty. Mm. But the difference was, was instead of it being like maybe eight against eight, you could do, um, or sorry, not eight against eight, four against four, or five against five. It was, you could play in a 16 character battle. Right. And it was literally just Call of Duty, and it was strictly online, no story, but you could just play, like, 16 people. I mean, yeah, general. there was that, but before that, there was CS, the original. Exactly. Yep. But 1. that was one of the first for console, Blue. I'd say. Right. Which but even before that, there was, uh, but still before Call of Duty, there was Battlefield... 1942. That's true. A massive online and shooter. Before all of them, we have Wolfenstein. We have Wolfenstein. Doom, and we have all Marathon, shooters. Yeah, yeah. Marathon. Yeah. Um, so there was also, uh, to stick with your yeah. uh, uh, console thing, and I know this is only for one console, but Halo. Yeah. 
Halo changed the way we thought about first-person shooters. Definitely. So, Halo to Call of Duty, and then Call of Duty to its infinite ad Warfare! Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. I was just going to say, I would argue that Halo and Call of Duty kind of occupy two separate spaces of the first-person shooter. Okay. That's so. Um, well, Halo kind of redefined the entire genre, correct? Yes. I would say that it sort of stands alone in its uniqueness because we didn't really have a lot of games that were trying to be Halo except for <laughs> Haze. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the Bumblebee game. The Bumblebee game. Anyway, um, I think that was the... But even then, it was more like, oh, it's just a first-person shooter that's going to be really popular yeah. is what they were aiming for. Well, it's anything during that period was the Halo killer as long as it had a gun in it. Yeah, yep. whereas Call of Duty didn't really try for that. They no. just kind of went for... They wanted to be the best war-type shooter yeah. as opposed to... Well, then, I guess the question is, Is are, uh, do you get genre fatigue over a very specific nuanced genre? <laughs> is it all FPS or is it just some FPS? Right, yeah, right. I mean, because so. Far Cry, you cannot say that Far Cry and Call of Duty are on the same totem, oh, even yeah, though they're first-person shooters. Exactly. Yeah. They're, so. They occupy two separate spaces. Right. So at what point is it... An actual genre fatigue versus a, a mechanic game. fatigue, yeah. and that's because for me, I will say I am fatigued on open world. Mm -hmm. um, I just I don't have the time for it. So anything that is open world, which is one of the reasons why God of War took me so long to play, right? It's because I was like, yeah, I'm on a boat. No, God of War for me is a straight beeline. You know, go through the story, kill yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah. And then once I started walking, like. Rowing around, <laughs> was it was like, like okay, it's a little smaller, a little more contained. Yeah, yeah, but it was just like I didn't want to like pick a location. Just tell me where I'm supposed to go, and I hold forward. Right, you know, right. But, and that adjustment took me a little while to come to grips with because I had to be okay with going through an open world experience again. Yeah, because I was fatigued on open world experiences. God, fucking Death Stranding, man. I can only really imagine. Yeah, that... that oh. God yeah. damn. Yeah. Watching someone do a Let's Play of that, I was like, I am exhausted. I'm just watching and I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah, the game is great, but yeah, it's, it is exhausting. Let's yeah. play or let's walk? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for, yeah. for uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you sort of bring up a good question, being is genre, uh, genre fatigue a real thing? And we're sort of getting to the meat of it that not really. It's mechanic fatigue. Yeah. Open world is is a genre kind of, but it's more of a mechanic. And that mechanic is getting tiring. The, oh, do you, you see that mountain in the background? You can walk there. Yeah. Anything you see, you can walk there. Fuck off. Unless, like, there is an invisible wall at the end of the map. Where it's not infinite. You can walk there, but, like, you can't, like, I mean, like, let's, come on. You can walk up to it. You can yeah. walk up to it. You can walk up to it and smile. Yeah. Except for, what was it, Mad Max? Mad Max is an actual infinite map. Oh yeah, because they procedurally generated. It's just a desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is genius. It's that's a genius way to get around that. The only open world was Mario Galaxy because plants were small. Ah, very good, very good. They had hundreds of open worlds. Exactly. So yeah, the mechanics themselves. So let's say that Call of Duty being a twitch shooter. You want to say twitch shooter? Yeah. Cool. Twitch shooters being. Uh, repeated over and over again ad nauseum. 
basically, mostly by Call of Duty, but um, also by other other genre or other game companies. Uh, I would argue that Re- uh, Rainbow Six is a Twitch shooter. Yeah, um, yes. it might be a you know quick time to kill Twitch shooter, but. And it's a Twitch shooter. Yeah, I mean, so that's kind of the thing. It's like you know, we joked about like, oh, adding RPG elements. Well, are you tired? Are you sick of RPGs? You may be, but are you sick of the other elements from that game? Because right. like item fucking management. Item, item management. management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Diablo stacking, the Tetris yes. mini game that you have to play every time you pick something up in te- uh, in uh, uh, Diablo or games exactly. like it. And I think so. But as an example, of what I'm saying is that like, so Overwatch mm. could be a Twitch shooter. If you're DPS playing Twitch shooter classes. Right. But there are tanks support other roles that have other elements from other games, right. so you can play as those. Right. So there are certain games that can have elements that you're sick of, but still have enough other elements to make it appealing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Apex. Apex, I would say, is a Twitch shooter. Yeah. Uh, but it is also a battle royale. It is also a loot grind. It is also like there's there's a lot of different uh, things that you do in that game, like the the hero classes and things like that. Same yeah. deal. Um, and I'm not sick of that game, even though I am sick of Call of Duty, even though I am sick of Fortnite. Um, for some reason, Apex just tickles something inside me and it makes me feel good, and I like it. That's uh, too much that information. Doesn't sound That's very Christian. hot. I am uncomfortable now. So maybe what we're getting at is that there is no such thing as genre fatigue, but there is game mechanic fatigue. And uh, I I kind of agree with that. Uh, I like where that is. I I would say yes and no. Yes and no, okay. Yes, Yes, because like we said, it mainly seems to be mechanic, like certain mechanics in Mm -hmm. the game, but it can also be more of the like just... Well, it, that brings another thing, but um, Please. just to give an example, uh, let's just say you've played Sonic. Yeah. And you played from the first Sonic till all the Sonics to this day. Right. And you're like... I'm sorry. Platformer. Like, if, you, <laughs> if you play that, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, at, at a point, you're just like, okay, like, as a developer, you're just like, okay, what do we do now? Because I'm pretty sure people are tired of being like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And then they, of course, try to go out there and try to get new elements. And You're touching like on that. something that I actually did not think about until this very moment. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> I tend to do that. Yes. <laughs> I tend to oh. yeet things into your mind. Yes. I'm uncomfortable um, now. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> developers getting genre fatigue because their license, whatever license that happens to be, say... A soccer game, or maybe a an American football game, something like that. Um, maybe they are getting kind of sick of doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again. So what do they do? They add other mechanics, RPG elements. A good example would be NBA. NBA. Uh, they didn't have really. They AI. added the gambling game. They added. <laughs> <laughs> they added the story mode. They actually had a full yeah. immersed story where you. you they have a, a, a like a PlayStation Home. Uh, lobby area yeah. that you can yeah. customize. Oh man, PlayStation Home. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> let's back. not go down that nostalgia track. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like they are adding game mechanics that honestly make no worldly sense in a basketball video game. But they're doing it because they. What themselves. else are you gonna do? Right? Yeah. yeah. What else are you gonna do? There's only so much you can do in a basketball game, except make the animations better, and they still haven't done that. So, I, like, 
Add more sweat. Add more sweat. <laughs> Listen. The more sweat, the better. Like. And then emotes. <laughs> A bunch of emotes. Oh my God. <laughs> they have emotes in the game they already. They do. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's that's a really good point. That uh, it's it, it kind of comes back to um, mechanics being the things that yeah. that even the developers are getting uh, yeah fatigued on. Which which that definitely is also the problem. But the other problem is too is that being a fan for so long as well because there's the fatigue of the company and the fatigue of the fan itself. Because you'll be like, okay, cool, a new Sonic game. Oh, look at that! It's the same level I did. The last five games, and now it's Green gonna hills. have one extra block on there. <laughs> like you're you're gonna get fatigued, and it's not necessarily. I'd say in that point, it's not necessarily the mechanic of the game. It's just the fact that you're getting fatigue of that IP. Yeah. No, I mean Son yeah. Sonic is a perfect example of that because they started off at two D platformer, trying to beat Mario, mm -hmm. uh, trying to be cooler than Mario, yeah. uh, and then when Mario went three D, they went three D. Um, and the fans followed them all the way through until they went 3D again and again. I don't know, the like, only time it's romance. That's like <laughs> yeah. The time it's a human girl. <laughs> yeah, now he needs to straight up make out with a woman. The like one time woman. it didn't work was, well, I'd say a couple, well, there's multiple times it Good. didn't work, but definitely the times it didn't was Sonic 06 because honestly, oh, got awful glitches. Yeah. Um, and also the. Um, a lot of people, I, this is an unpopular opinion, but I won't go too far into it because it's going to sidetrack, but uh, Sonic Unleashed, I feel like, was the greatest of them mm. because mm -hmm. they did something different where it's like, okay, we're going to give you a new game mechanic where, yeah, sure, you're playing a Sonic, but then you also play a different Sonic where yeah. Yeah. he's a werewolf. Like which, a feral one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Feral hedgehog. In a sense, like... Some people just dropped it and was like, nah, I'm not playing this because you're pretty much playing Knuckles at that point. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a perfect example. And the fans didn't, didn't respond to it, yeah. so they stopped doing it. They stopped yeah. trying to, to change that. And right there, like that, that leads perfectly, actually, into what Dan was saying earlier. The real reason for genre fatigue. What is yeah. the real reason for genre fatigue? Oh, it's fatigue? releasing titles too much. Uh, no, no. Oh, no yeah, we part? could talk about that, but that wasn't it. Just okay. <laughs> what are you talking about, Dan? Uh, wait, you want me to go with the first thing or the second thing? The the se the second thing. What I just said? Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, releasing too many titles. Right. Okay. Yeah. Releasing too many titles. So yes, you've released too many titles. You are FIFA fifty one. You are Assassin's Creed. <laughs> you are Assassin's Creed. Oh, you God. are Watch Dogs. Yeah. Let's be well, honest. Yeah. 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 yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah. yeah. Um, You've released a hundred games, uh, and there's nothing more to do, but you keep doing it again and again and again. All you yeah. have to do is change the skins, change the map a little bit, yeah. change the textures yeah. and the color scheme, and boom, new game. Yep. I mean, that's that's the the marketplace as it's been uh, due to Activision Far Cry. and there it is. Ubisoft. <laughs> Far Cry also. <laughs> um, yeah, it's because literally if you can just make something and then change a few things here and there that you've already made, you don't need to remake it so you can save a few dollars. Uh -huh. Oh. And then rehash it and repackage it, sell it for more monies. Monies. More dollars. And then, guess what? You can do that again the next year. Yes, you can. For even wow. more monies. Sounds like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah I mean, it's, uh, it's a lot easier to copy a game 
Then to make a new one. Yep. Control C, Control V. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> that's sort of where I want to leave it. You know, we kind of touched on the fact that it's money. Also, I'm tired. Also, she's tired. <laughs> <laughs> and I have some like Star War going on you outside. Never ate either. I I have been waiting for my food this entire time. Okay. I I don't know what to do. You know, I oh, thought I have I had it right here. Order. What? It's literally right in front of you. I left it there with a note. Is that what smells? Yes. The note says my pleasure. I now the eat's even weirder. Oh. It's yeah. wet on the bottom. Oh. Oh, it's oh, this is terrible. Oh. I can't eat this. Can I get it remade? No. You just got final sailed. Alright. Well, Ethan, it was nice to meet you for the first time. I've never met you before. Yep. Uh, I hope you go back to your universe knowing that you were supposed to be somebody else in this podcast. <laughs> wow. 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 Ouch. Wow. Also. I wish I was this Kent you were talking about. <laughs> wow. Also, we have a brand new podcast that just got added to the Silvertongue family, and that is Dazed and Disturbed. The host, Danny Dulles Monstros, does an amazing job interviewing some of his friends uh, and people that he meets about crazy things like Cicada 3301 and crazy murders that are unsolved around the world and extreme body modifications. If that's something that you are interested in, uh, I would definitely check it out on Apple or Google Play. We're not on Spotify yet. Um, all these things. Uh, and of course, you can go to the website, uh, silvertongueaudio.org. Follow us on Twitter, the MPC Pod. I guess I'll do this Star War thing. It's so dumb. Being a Star Captain, I thought would be really cool, but it's super dumb, guys. All right. Till next game, everybody. Till next game. My pleasure. Silver Tongue Audio.